Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to another episode of Strange Days. Let's see where we go from hence to forth. today. 32. Look, wow. I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings, but I'm only going to get this one, one chance. chance. Just one. Wrong. I can feel it. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. 
If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You just want the shock order. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god. Rap god. All my people from the front to the back. Now, back now. Now, who thinks that arms are long enough to slap box? Slap box. They said I rap like a robot, so call me rap box. But for me to rap like a computer must be in my jeans. I got a laptop in my back pocket. My pinnacle walk when I hat cock it. Got a fat knock from that rap profit. Made a living in a killing office. Ever since Bill Clinton was still in office. With Monica Lewinsky filling on his nutsack. I'm an MC still as honest, but his mood and his indecent is all hell. Syllables, kill a hall. Kill a ball. This nigga. Sing one for J's in the room tonight. Sing one for G's in the room tonight. Sing one for G, one for sing one for G. Sing one for G's in the room tonight. With more. Sing one for G's in the room tonight, my friends. Been a long time, eh? Been a long time. Been a long, long time. There's no doubt about it. But I've got a song for you, my friend, that's going to blow your mind. And it's called The Twilight Zone. Sing quam for G, sing quam from for G. Sing quam for G, the with the B, let the D. Say that the Z, the extra Z don't work too well. Sing quam for G is in the room tonight. One of my favourite followers, there's no doubt about it. Testing the waters, are we? Hey! Sing with a one of the portal imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sight. A dimension of sound. Make me laugh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he has the best laugh in the world. <laughs> what do you think you'll be like when you're adults? Um... Kind. And... Loving. It's those little things in life, guys. Don't lose it because I'm telling you, once you lose it, you become a, an old freaking cranky fart. That's what you do. That's what you become. You got to get those moments back. Got to get them into perspective. I guess you could call it. Because <laughs> these things can get out of control after a while. They can get out of control after a while if you allow them. And um, it's pretty big. Pretty big freaking issue, actually, when you really think about it, when you dig down deeply into the emotions of human beings and all these other things. Yeah, you can really get down into some deep, deep rabbit holes, you know, over time. Yeah, a lot of inflammation and it's like, whoa, it can blow your mind, you know. It's a matter of how you take it, you know. you got to take it into the right perspective, I guess you could call it. Yeah, you really, really got to, you really got to take it into a perspective of, um, yeah, that things aren't the way that you perceive them, and you got to, you got to rely on the, well, get more positive. I, I see think. trees of green. I think that's the key to life. Red here's, roses, too. Here's a song for you, Zach. I see them bloom for me and you. Oh, and I think to myself, hey? what a wonderful world. That's right. I see skies of blue, clouds of white, bright, blessed days, dark, sacred nights. And I think to myself, a wonderful world. The colors of a rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? Cry. I watch them grow. They'll learn much more than I'll ever know. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Quite simply, wonderful. Okay. Right. 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 Right.
cured your cancer, you better be ready for some skeptics. But Joe Tippin says it did save his life and others. My liver, my pancreas, my bladder, in my bones, it was everywhere. Two years ago, Joe Tippin says he was told to go home call hospice and say his goodbyes. Doctors were unanimous. He was going to die of small cell lung cancer. Once that kind of cancer goes that far afield, the odds of survival are less than 1% and the median life expectancy is three months. Today, Tippins is very much alive. And what he credits for his survival has doctors scratching their heads. About half the people think I'm just crazy. Tippins says he got a tip, not from a pharmacist, but a veterinarian. And in his desperation, he turned from people medicine to dog medicine, specifically fimbindazole, or what you give a dog when it has worms. Truth is stranger than fiction, you know. Just three months later, <laughs> Tippin says his cancer was gone. Fimbindazole, hmm. But the big pharma companies don't want you to know about that sort of stuff, do they? Hmm. They go against profits. Unfortunately, that's the world that we live in. Corporatocracy, guys. Big pharma, big issues. Yeah. When you tell someone what that is, a medicine for dogs cured your cancer, you better be ready for some skeptics. But Joe Tippin says it did save his life and others. My liver, my pancreas, my bladder, in my bones, it was everywhere. Two years ago, Joe Tippin says he was told to go home call hospice and say his goodbyes. Doctors were unanimous he was going to die of small cell lung cancer. Once that kind of cancer goes that far afield, the odds of survival are less than 1% and the median life expectancy is three months. Today, Tippins is very much alive. And what he credits for his survival has doctors scratching their heads. About half the people think I'm just crazy. Tippins says he got a tip, not from a pharmacist, but a veterinarian. And in his desperation, he turned from people medicine to dog medicine teeth whitening hack you absolutely need to try mix coconut oil and turmeric in a little jar until it creates this paste put a little bit of this on your toothbrush and brush your teeth normally for a few minutes spit it out and then brush your teeth with toothpaste turmeric stains everything in the world but it doesn't stain your teeth it's crazy this combination with the coconut oil it does not stain your teeth, I promise you. If you do this a few times a week, your teeth will be so white. That's what I use, coconut oil. It's actually, coconut oil is a good um, mouthwash, like just swish it around for five minutes and pulls metals and shit. One of the best things for your teeth, actually, coconut oil. Yeah. Baldness is actually reversible. Yes, I know what you are thinking, but there are millions of species of plants and herbs in the world, and you're telling me there isn't one out there that reverses baldness? Well, actually, there is, and it was discovered by the man Dr. Sebi. This plant is grown in the dangerous jungles of Honduras, and because there is such a high crime rate there, it is extremely difficult to get it. It is called batana oil, and when it consistently makes contact with the hair and scalp, it can reverse baldness by remineralizing the scalp. Luckily, you do not have to go searching for this plant, as it can be found on drtruth.shop. Unfortunately, the hair loss industry will be coming after these types of plants soon, because they want more customers to keep coming back to them. This manifestation technique was developed by the CIA. It's called Hemisync. It was discovered that if you listen to a frequency between four to seven hertz while meditating, this shuts down the analytical mind 
and puts you into a theta brainwave state, the state in which your subconscious mind is wide open and highly programmable. If you do this while visualizing and feeling your desire, your subconscious mind accepts this image and works behind the scenes to make it a reality in your life. If you try this simple technique, your life will start to shift around you. Do you know what happens if you pour honey over onions? Chances are your grandparents knew very well. They might have even made this remedy as it was common knowledge 70 years ago. The honey will begin to ferment and extract the onion's anti-inflammatory substances. Onions also contain allicin, a powerful natural antibiotic that is effective against throat and lung infections. Leave the jar on your kitchen counter. In about 12 hours, your medicinal syrup will be ready. You should make it at the first sign of a cold or flu, or if you're dealing with a stubborn cough. I'm sure you'll have no trouble getting a hold of the two ingredients. Take it by the teaspoon until symptoms subside. Onion syrup was just one of the home remedies that offered relief to our grandparents in the past. One day we might need these lost remedies again. Click below if you want to find over a hundred other recipes like this one. What happens if you mix honey with garlic? First thing you should do if you suspect you're having a heart attack or stroke. What happens if you take expired medication? The only four antibiotics you should stockpile. What's the best natural painkiller? It probably grows in your backyard. The one-minute stretch that relieves most neck and back pain. What happens if you boil a banana? And so much more medical advice that might save your life one day. Boil a banana. Never thought about that. I wonder if you can do that with a banana that's not actually... I'm not even trying it. Boil it. I reckon I was thinking of actually doing it with um, apple. Not making an apple pie for the apple pie sort of situation. I reckon apple banana pie would be nice. Never tried that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I reckon, yeah, that'd be second to none for sure. Apple and banana pie. Wow, that'd be a trip. I reckon just some bits of apple. The reason we have a constitution is to enforce absolute boundaries and to stop politicians taking liberties with our liberties. The behaviour of government during COVID has shown everyone how Thank quick you. many hey, politicians welcome. and bureaucrats were to abuse rights and coerce citizens into undergoing unwanted medical procedures. By its very existence, the so-called trusted digital identity bill. I, <clears throat> I was going to do like an apple, um, not, not an apple pie, but just apple, apple sauce, sort of apple sauce. I like a chunky, like a bit of, you know, um, solidness in it. And I thought, yeah, Paul, hey, yeah, Paul, hey, girl, man, welcome to the room. I reckon a bit of banana would go really good in, like, an apple pie. Oh, wow, that's giving me some ideas now. I like just apple sauce, like, just, um, well, not sauce sauce. Like, I like that chunk sort of, I don't know how you put it. You know, in a pie where you get that, yes, it's not just a sludge. It's, yeah, you get those peels and stuff. I reckon... Apple and banana would be an awesome thing. Now, I last night I had mangoes. Oh, one of my favourite fruits. I like uh, pineapple and mango. I was out of pineapple at the, at the time. But I just had pure mango. And, oh, man, I reckon that's what freaked me out a little bit, I think. Then I had some, you know, boiled eggs just off, off, 
you know, between fully boiled. Holy shit. I think there was a compound or something in there that just freaked me out, you know. It must have been a mix. I'm gonna, I might even try it again tonight. You don't know when these foods mix. Well, I've got some freaking eggs here I should be freaking eating, actually. I don't know if it's going to be good for a day. Yeah, I boiled them up last night. I don't think... What do you reckon? I boiled them last night. I don't think it's going to be good for a... Um, to reheat them up. I don't know. They're beautiful eggs. Just... I haven't actually done it. What I do, Paul, is I um, I put just a really light bit of water in, in the boiler. Everyone puts them in the boiling water, which is a waste of time because then you got to boil a freaking light three times that you don't even really have to do. But this time I just turned it off a bit quicker. I, I can boil eggs. like they, they say boil eggs. You don't have to just boil them. Put them in a little freaking thing of water, you know, that'll heat up quick. It, it's enough. It's it's the steam. Put a lid on it. They they cook with inside. That's stupid boiled eggs. So we we fill a, a thing full of water. So now we've got to use all the energy in that just to and then put the eggs in. You don't need that shit. You put your eggs in a little freaking just just cover it, mate. <laughs> My ex used to do the same with potatoes. She. She would never cut them up. It'd be like a big potato, just cut it in half, and she'd boil it for fucking forty fucking minutes just to fucking make mashed potato. It's like cut it up in fucking quarters or something. No, still to this day, still to this day, sits on the oven for fucking nearly an hour or stove, and it just boils away. That's like there's no need for that shit in a big pot of water. So now the water's got to to get to that boiling point. How much energy is wasted with people without fucking a little bit of common sense, you know what I mean? I could boil some potatoes here. Of course, you don't want to eat potatoes. You don't want them outside of the water when you're boiling them because then they, they get that um, leathery sort of thing. I can understand that. Well, cut them a little bit smaller. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know what the hell's going on here with these, with people, really, when it comes to cooking. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I'll go out there. I used to go out there for, uh, it'll be over half an hour just to boil some potatoes or, or something. You know, it's like, well, I wonder why, because it took 10 minutes for the water to get to boiling because it's, they're fucking sitting in it. Let alone your potatoes are the size of a freaking, um, you know, like a freaking lemon or something you know what i mean it's just like well cut the freaking things down get it done and um you don't need as much water i boil eggs here just in a little bit of drain of water you don't need much water to boil eggs oh because we're programmed that we've got to have a big thing that covers the egg you don't need to cover the egg it's all about heat it's all about you know all that shit i don't want to talk about it listen to this shit is a violation of our historic privacy laws and consumer protections. People. The final design of the bill I'm and its accompanying it. Digital Economy Strategy 2030 people, involves the complete removal of cash from the Australian economy. This yep. means that every transaction, every purchase and every sale through the till must pass a digital identity check by the government. Yep. Without cash, there is no free capitalist economy. There is only a system of government-approved purchases. The so-called trusted digital identity bill. This is nothing here, man. They're bringing in a law here pretty much for next year that someone like me is gone. Gone. 
they're going to raid my fucking house. They're going to kick in the door. They can do that legally. They can take me away. They can take all my fucking shit. Because I'm alternative media. Absolute freaking bullshit. We'll give premiers and the prime minister the power to take such action at any time by locking citizens out of the economy, a threat already issued by the Victorian Premier during the pandemic. Once the public understand how much we're going to lose under the global reset, it will be too late to unpick the laws that allowed it to happen. Just like emergency pandemic legislation, Australia will be stuck with it. The so-called Trusted Digital Identity Bill is a framework for oppression and control. It's a global surveillance system designed by a foreign bureaucracy for the benefit of profit-hungry corporations and power-crazy politicians. We're under such a This is the corruption here. The, everything's just out of fucking control. It's out of fucking control, man. You can't go nowhere without fucking Ladies and gentlemen, huge breaking news concerning the war in Gaza and Israel. Netanyahu has now officially proposed, the documents are public, shipping these Islamists that they claim are the most deadly terrorists in the world that Israel can't take any of to the United States and Europe. And they're proposing setting up camps in North Africa to start shipping them across with Zodiac boats, working with George Soros to bring them into Europe. Mm -hmm. The article with the documents linked to the Israeli news is on Infowars.com. We just talked in person to General Flynn about the situation, and he went further. I had I had a vision last night too, and it, well, it was more of a thought, sort of not necessarily a um, a vision that America is about to implode. I think within this next year, maybe, and it scared the shit out of me because I could see it in what's happening with the mass immigration, with all these migrants that have been coming in. Well, I talked about this anyway, freaking ten years ago about what was happening, but they're all males, you know. And now I've seen a new video that was coming up about that. And I think, see, see the thing is, guys, um, you all lay in slumber, okay? Let's just, let's just put that down on the table. And, and once, a, once a country lays in slumber and, um, oh, everything's great, you know, California dreaming and all this other bullshit, is that's when they, they start taking away the country. I mean, look at Germany in um, the 1930s, whatever, where it was virtually classed as the Sodom and Gomorrah of the world, you know, and look at the shit that fucking fired off from there, you know. And I really do, I feel for America, because I, I, I really do the bricks. You now, I'm going to get a little bit, political i don't need anyone to debate me on this issue i just want to want you to hear me out but i do think that the um between the bricks and um the currencies that are going to to the gold dollar um, whatever which is get, getting bigger and bigger around the world as well there's certain con- big countries already that are doing it the gold currency instead of the federal reserve yeah, uh, I might be completely off track, but um, in my perspective, is that they're planning to bring down America and start a new empire through probably the BRICS um, correlation with the United Nations, and the amount of immigrants that are going into your country, there, guys, I, I just don't even know how it's still standing, uh, um, or even financially, how, how do you sustain this sort of environment? 
housing crises and all these other aspects. It just blows my mind daily when I see these things happening. And I think it's obviously a deliberate plan. You know, even Gaddafi talked about that. You know, once you get rid of me, you're all going to flood through Europe. And exactly, Gaddafi's gone. They all flooded through Europe, you know. So, I don't know, guys. Fucking, what's going to happen between now and 2030? It's just going to blow our minds, I think. I think we're going to see some crazy shit. But I, I think it's a malicious it's not it's not organic at all. I think America is getting ready for a, unfortunately it sounds like a civil war, really. Um I don't know who these people are. I've seen so much immigration where they're coming from and I've seen other things behind the scenes that are just lining up for a, a mass civil war pretty much. And then they can bring in the New World Order, the, the United Nations and then you'll be just a boot yeah, on your head. I think that might be their plan where they're going to bring it in, that National Guard, and then everything's going to go to shit from there on in and everyone's just going to be concentration camps and all that shit. I mean, I've seen um, even Walmarts where they, um, it doesn't make sense the way they're built and that, but I think they're going to be a big, they're only just built for a concentration camps. Um, in my studies, that is, yeah, you know, I might be a bit conspiracy and um, I don't want to be dramatic about it. But let's have a, have a little listen to Alex Jones. And said Netanyahu and others need to be investigated and his military leadership does for clearly standing down on October 7th for seven hours. So here is the breaking analysis with General Flynn. news today we've got a breaking news exclusive here on x at real alex jones general flynn the former head of the defense intelligence agency and former top national security advisor who's an expert on the middle east who's been to israel many times studied that border just saw the breaking news that Netanyahu has officially said he wants western governments to take i guess millions of refugees from gaza which they plan on pushing everybody out of so these people aren't safe to bring to israel but they're safe to bring here. I'm not anti-Israel, but I'm anti-Islamic Jihad and the Muslim Brotherhood and Hezbollah and all these people, more of them coming to our country. And General Flynn, we were just having a quick lunch after we did a couple hours on air, just blew me away with his expert analysis of what I've seen as a layperson as a seven-hour stand-down in Israel on October 7th, and he just blew me away. So General Flynn, please give us just a couple-minute update and and, uh, your analysis. Yeah, so first of all, I've walked that, uh, that fence line and been in the towers that secure that part of the border, of the Israeli border, the southern zone, they call it, southern zone border, with uh, uh, Gaza, they, the towns of uh, Darat and Ashkelon, I've been in those places. The breakdown of security for those seven hours that allowed Hamas to do such a deadly, I mean, grave, grave assault against children, women, girls, boys, I mean, families, just the savagery that was committed by Hamas that did that. Somebody in the Israeli government is going to have to be held to account now let's jump to this breaking news of of you know getting all of these refugees out of that part of the world right i mean not just gaza 
but that part of the world. I mean, first of all, and I've been very public about this, you don't hear the other Middle Eastern countries screaming, going, we'll take the Palestinians, we'll take the Palestinians. No, because they don't want to take the Palestinians in their country because they know what they're going to get. They're going to get the same exact problems that the Israelis currently have. And this whole thing about taking refugees now, this is all breaking news. This is all coming out right now. This whole thing about taking these refugees. So what? You want Europe to take some more refugees? The United States to take some more refugees? Mark my words, you're going to hear people in the United States of America and our government, and you're going to hear all of these these left progressives starting to scream, going, we have to protect these people. I don't want to talk about it. After Cain kills his own brother Abel, he actually just ends up building a city. See, this was the very first murder in history, so Cain was kicked out of his house. But by Genesis 4, Cain has now built an entire city. So my question is, how did he even do this? Well, there is this one civilization called ancient Sumeria. They were one of the first people to use things like copper and bronze, and they made huge advancements in specifically farming animals. So what's very interesting is that these people actually believed in this group of gods called the Anunnaki. Legend has it that they came down to earth and taught humans how to do civilization. But here's the thing that just blows my mind. This is what these gods look like. They look just like angels, and it actually just gets so much weirder. You see, ancient Sumeria was founded in around 4000 BC, and if you just do the math, Cain would have built his city in around that exact same time. It even says that the very first livestock farmers and craftsmen were specifically the children of Cain. Well, there is this one book called the Book of Enoch. It's not scripture, but it tells us this story of 200 fallen angels who come down to Earth. Those angels had known deep secrets about the universe, which just seemed like magic to us. They end up revealing this knowledge and technology from the heavens, which leads humanity to be able to build advanced, large, conquering civilizations. So ultimately, we ended up worshipping them as our gods. See, I think this book is telling the same story of ancient Sumeria, except these are not gods but fallen angels. I think the reason why Cain was able to build the world's first city was because he had help from those same fallen angels. Except in ancient Sumeria, 6,000 years ago, they would have been called the Anunnaki. Guys, this is truly insane. T-Mobile has just updated their terms of service, and now, if you post any content they don't agree with, they will fine you. They have an acronym called SHAFT. This stands for Sex, Hate, Alcohol, Firearms, and Tobacco. This is going to be implemented on January 1st, and the fines that they will fine you is in the thousands. I had no idea that we lived in China. Since when does a company get to determine what you are allowed to talk about in a private text message to a friend? This should not only disturb you, but this should make you want to take action. If you have T-Mobile, switch now. And if they are doing this, how long do you think it's going to be before they start fact-checking our text messages? Well, that's pretty much what they're saying they're going to bloody do. So what's the difference? What's the bloody difference, really? Doesn't make sense. One third of the entire world population was infected. There are several very interesting things about the Spanish flu. First of all, it didn't start in Spain. 
Secondly, it wasn't a flu. There's more, but let's start with these two, shall we? If it didn't start in Spain, then where did it? In the US. If it wasn't a flu virus, what was it? It was a bacteria that caused severe, and in most cases, lethal pneumonia. Long story short, during the first half of 1918, an experimental bacterial meningitis vaccine cultured in horses by the Rockefeller Institute for Medical Research in New York, now the Rockefeller University, was injected into soldiers at Fort Riley. The so-called Spanish flu was a vaccine experiment gone horribly wrong. Two million of them went overseas. They fought under poor sanitary conditions, so the bacteria spread like wildfire wherever they went. The story was then spread that these soldiers would come home with all sorts of European diseases, so the American population was vaccinated as well. Who was in charge of that distribution and mass vaccination program? The Rockefeller Institute. Who was the main scientist in charge? Dr. Frederick Gates. Those who survived became cloud adults, meaning they spread the bacteria to others, even the non-vaccinated. In modern COVID days, we would call it shedding. The vaccinated infecting the non-vaccinated. Amazing coincidence, right? Frederick Gates then, Bill Gates now. Rockefeller Initiative then, Rockefeller Initiative now. Disease developed in Fort Riley, US then. Disease developed in Wuhan, China now. Closed down societies then. Closed down societies now. Cloud adults then, shedding now. All for our own good, our own safety, back then and now. Yeah, things get a bit ugly, guys, when you really connect the dots, you know what I mean? <laughs> you just got to connect those dots and um, you might start working something out, you know, instead of being a dullard. Yeah, yeah. Nothing worse than being a dullard. Knowing things as well. It's, it's a two-part situation. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Burn, motherfucker, burn. There's hence and there's fourth. It's where you go between them, you know? Hello, my name is Jimmy Poppin'. I'm a dumb white guy. I'm not old or new, but 
good middle school, fifth grade, like junior high. I don't know, mofo, if y'all peeps be bugging, giving props to my hoe, cause she fly, but I can take the heat, cause I'm the other white meat, known as Kid Funky Fry. Yeah, I'm hung like planet Pluto, hard to see with a naked eye, but if I crashed into Uranus, I would stick it where the sun don't shine, cause I'm kind of like Han Solo, always stroking my own wolfie, I'm the root of all that's evil, yeah, but you can't call me Cookie. back into the um, mood of getting back into the strange days so um yeah yeah I'm, I'm just trying to get there back now after this song i think i can do this after this 
yeah, I reckon I can I can maintain myself. I reckon I can maintain myself pretty well and get back to some other topics. But for now, I've got this thing in my head and I need to play it. You know what I mean? As I, when you're a, a legend, I guess you could call it. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Mr. Red. I'm a flashback. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. A. Go right to the source and ask the horse, he'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. A. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. A. Go right to the source and ask the horse, he'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. A. thank you. yakety yak the street and waste your time a day. But Mr. A will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You never. Prospects. Hey. Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. What'd you think about that, my American? This has been a Filmways television presentation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I cover everything here on Strange Days, isn't it? Everything apart from being locked up, I guess you could call it. Now, what I've got to do is get rid of this little genre. Okay. Ghislaine Maxwell's father was a Mossad spy who named his empire Maxwell. Press, which was a publishing company that often released medical journals and scientific research. If we analyze old religious scriptures, in them the term Pergamon is named as Satan's throne. The altar of Pergamon is where human sacrifices would take place for many gods, including Baal, Moloch, and Zeus. Her father also purchased the McGraw-Hill textbooks in 1989, which is still used in North America today to teach our students. So this Mossad agent was controlling school education, medical journals, and scientific books all under a company named after Satan's throne. Listen to this again. This is that um, thing that's brought about um, Ghislaine Maxwell. I can't get a name right. Ghislaine Maxwell's father was a Mossad spy who named his empire Pergamon Press, which was a publishing company that often released medical journals and scientific research. If we analyze old religious scriptures, in them the term Pergamon is named as Satan's throne. The altar of Pergamon is where human sacrifices would take place for many gods, including Baal, Moloch, and Zeus. Her father also purchased the McGraw-Hill textbooks in 1989, which is still used in North America today to teach our students. So this Mossad agent was controlling school school education, medical journals, and scientific books all under a company named after Satan's throne. I often wonder that about um, when it comes to Israel, you know, Isis, Ra, and El. I mean, it doesn't sound all that holier than though to actually think about those sort of aspects, you know. That's a combination of things, you know. If Uncle Yahweh was... I'm the one. Why would you incorporate those sort of deities into your name? I mean, here's your name. 
Here's your name, here's your name. Doop, 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 doop. I'll take some Egyptian. I'll take Isis. I'll take Ra, another Egyptian terminology. And actually, I might even add in. <coughs> uh, who could we think we've got those people? Actually, I might even add in the Canaanite god El. And I'm going to call you Israel. You've done well, almighty one. Bloody freaking hell. In 1946, Just several manuscripts were discovered in a cave deep within the Palestinian region. These manuscripts, comprising a number of ancient religious writings, became known as the Dead Sea Scrolls. Among these discovered scrolls were fragments of the Book of Enoch, a mysterious scripture that the church adamantly hides from its followers. What is written in the Book of Enoch that the church is so afraid of disclosing? And why is it that the five zero 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 year old book is accepted in the Ethiopian Orthodox Church and quoted by Clement of Alexandria, but the church refuses to give it any significance? Get ready to explore this mysterious ancient text that reveals the shocking secrets of our history. The Book of Enoch has been surrounded by controversy since it was found in the caves of the Palestinian regions. It was discovered in the latter part of 1946 or early 1947 by young Bedouin shepherds near the ancient settlement of Qumran on the northwestern shores of the Dead Sea. In the area now called the West Bank, the shepherd encountered a peculiar incident while tending to their flock. One of them accidentally dislodged a rock in a cliff crevice and heard an unusual resonant sound. Excited they had discovered something extraordinary, they ventured into the cave and stumbled upon a collection of clay vessels. Seven of these vessels contained a treasure trove of leather scrolls and papyrus. The scrolls were later passed on to an antiquities dealer, from where they eventually came into the possession of scholars who determined their age to be more than 5,000 years. Over the next few years, archaeologists discovered tens of thousands of additional scroll fragments in ten adjacent caves, bringing the total up to almost 900 pieces of priceless texts. Although we have uncovered several biblical scrolls alongside various relics in the desert caves of Israel, the Book of Enoch stands out because of the alternate strand of human history hidden in its pages. The Christian church first accepted the book, but later excluded it from the biblical canon. Why did a text that was once cherished by the essences, early Jews and Christians, suddenly become denounced, banned, and lost. Here is the truth the church doesn't want you to know. In the book of Enoch, we find the story of Enoch, a man who led a pious life for which God rewarded him. But who exactly was Enoch? According to Jewish tradition, Enoch was the great-grandfather of Noah and the father of Methuselah, the oldest person in the Bible who lived for 969 years. Enoch was the seventh son of Cain and Ramona, and the seventh descendant of Adam and Eve in the Bible. Enoch is not considered a saint in Roman Catholic tradition, but the Armenian Apostolic Church observes his Saints' Day on July 26th every year. Interestingly, the significance of Enoch isn't limited to Judaism and Christianity. He is also revered in Islam as the second prophet Idris. So, considering the importance of Enoch, don't you find it surprising that the Church refuses to give his books much merit? Enoch was among the two people recorded in the Bible who did not die, but were taken up to the heavens by God. 
the other being Elijah. The Book of Enoch consists of five distinct sections, the Book of Watchers, the Similitudes of Enoch, the Astronomical Book, the Book of Dreams, and the Epistle of Enoch. What makes the Book of Enoch controversial? Stay with us as we reveal our true history as written in the Book of Enoch. The first book discusses angelic beings called the Watchers, who were assigned the task of watching over humans. These angels are described as the sons of God and the sons of heaven. The Watchers were instructed to observe human development, but were restricted from interfering with mankind and their lives. However, as men and women multiplied, the daughters of men grew more and more attractive, eventually catching the Watchers' attention. The Watchers decide to take the women for themselves and impregnate them with their seeds. The leader of these angels, Samjaza, warns the others of the consequences of such an action, but the others eventually wear him down, promising to accept responsibility for any repercussions. According to the Book of Enoch, 200 angels descended from the skies to take the women on earth as their wives, and in doing so, they divulged the secrets of the heavens and life itself. The Watchers taught the mortal women sorcery, incantations, and the dividing of roots and trees, information far beyond human understanding. Hence, the Watchers not only betrayed God by mingling with the women on earth, but they also corrupted them with knowledge that was never meant for humans. Can you imagine what the offspring of mortals and angels would look like? You'd be amazed at the result. When the women of earth gave birth to the children of Watchers, they were neither humans nor angels. They were giants called Nephilim. Possessing extraordinary strength and wit, these giants quickly took over everything the man had built, and destruction spread everywhere. The Nephilim began to kill men, and when they got tired of that, they started killing each other. During this chaos, there was another angel who was not interested in the women on earth, but in sharing the secrets of warfare with men. The Watcher, named Azazel, taught men acts of evil to corrupt their lives completely forever. In chapter 9 of the first book, Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and Uriel take the matter before God and ask him how he plans on bringing peace and restoration upon earth. Brace yourself as we divulge a secret the church doesn't want you to know. Finally, God instructs Uriel to seek Noah and tell him what is about to take place. It was part of God's plan to destroy everything in a massive flood, only allowing Noah and his seed to survive the catastrophe. God orders Raphael to bind Azazel by hand and foot and cast him into the darkness by opening the desert in Dudael, a region of the underworld. He also tells Raphael to cover him with pointed stones, so he remains there forever until the great day of judgment when he will be cast into the fire. The Nephilim are subject to a different fate. Archangel Gabriel is ordered to turn them against each other, so they kill each other off through slaughter. Finally, the leader of the Watchers, Sam Jaza, is informed of his punishment through Archangel Michael. All the Watchers were condemned to the lowest depths of hell, where they will remain locked away forever. But this will happen after they witness their sons slain before their eyes for seventy generations. There are several places where the Book of Enoch is consistent with the Bible. For example, in Genesis 6.12, the sons of gods saw that the daughters of men were fair took them as wives. Jude, the brother of James, also mentions the Book of Enoch in his letter in the New Testament. Jude 14.15 reads, 
And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints, to execute judgment upon all, and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds. However, biblical scholars argue that just because the book of Enoch gets one or two things correct, doesn't necessarily mean it's all correct. The church doesn't consider the book of Enoch scripture as it cannot be called God's inspired and written word. Books that fit into the scripture canon must meet certain requirements, most of which are related to a long history of acceptance by the early church. And clearly, the book of Enoch doesn't fit the bill. Can you imagine the implications if the church accepted the writings in this controversial book? It would mean everything we have been taught about human history through religion is wrong. The book of Enoch talks about fallen angels fornicating with women on earth, merciless giants who corrupted and destroyed everything mankind held dear, and the great flood that wiped out everything and everyone except for Noah and his seeds. Stories of fallen angels, the abduction of women to bear children, and superhuman beings like giants. Oh shit! Was it all the way through? Did I, I hope it only just happened? Yeah, it's a bit hard for me to talk. I've got a bloody um. Yeah, I think I just when I was well, said welcome. Yeah, thank you. I think that's when it happened. Otherwise, that was shit. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I can't talk really properly. Uh, I, I can't get my teeth together, as you could call it. So I'm talking through my tongue. <laughs> like a little, little lizard man or something it feels weird it's it's the only tooth that's the highest as well so i can't even i gotta so oh shit i just hit the bastard again talking i can't laugh too much <laughs> so let's put on let's put on a song and um see if anyone would like to call in if not i'll just carry on with my other issues I think this one would go really well with what we just talked about there, what was presented. And um, I, I don't want to go into my own things, but I'm not as others guys. Just have a listen to this song. You're not gonna, gonna go. You'd be surprised. You'd be very surprised. Yeah. 
this the thing, guys. Tell someone that a medicine for dog. Oh, yeah, I've done all this shit. Yeah, 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 done, done, done. Well, oh, what's it fucking doing? The reason we have a carry this out for an hour so you might get a bit scared after 50 minutes yeah, there's only so much you can tolerate this lady yeah there's only so much you can tolerate if you know what i mean born in 1839 john d rockefeller would go on to become one of the great robber barons all right you little monkeys i want to play you something yeah 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 unless anyone wants to call in you're most welcome to call in 
Oh, yeah. Watch out for her, Shane. Yeah. She's a buddy. Uh, one of those freaking can't listen to this guy sort of ladies. You know what I mean? For too long. Oh, she likes me and loves me and all that. These are other aspects. But um, when it comes to long term, you know, you know, the funny thing. Here we go. He's going to go on a rant now. <laughs> when I go on a rant, it's like, oh, here we go. Uh, I should play a song in the background. Wait there. Uh, let me play some bullshit song in the background. Low. Oh, if I can find something that would be really good. Yeah, we'll play this in the background, I think. All right, talk. Look, I was going to go easy on you. Look, Sue, I was going to go easy on you. I'm going to go one chance. But I'm telling you, man, you know, you know, yeah, the main problem is in the situation, Sue and everyone else, is that I forgot that what the freaking hell I was actually going to talk about. I absolutely forgot it. I've gone. I did mention my um, experiences the last 24 hours that was. That was quite bizarre. Um, it, um, yeah, it was really weird shit, man. I had a um, a lower chakra experience that exploded, and just went to. to but, yeah, you have to go back and listen. I don't want to repeat it. It's um, it was something that happened to me last night, Aunty Sue, yeah, and everyone else in the room. You know what I mean. And um, pretty mind-blowing stuff is a very, yeah, pretty trippy freaking situation to be in, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, just everything went out of control. Everything went out of complete control, you know what I mean? Uh, went, went from, as I always say, there's a middle ground between hence and forth, you know what I mean? Am I being okay now? Little off, at least, um, on your top fan. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, I'll give you a leave way. All right, let's play a song for Sue because she's on my top freaking list. This one's for you, Sue. Okay. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, don't grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. Always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life. If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing. Ain't always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. Life is quite absurd, and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bow. Forget about your scene, give the audience a grin. Enjoy it, it's your last chance, anyhow. 
selfish tonight actually. Keep your eyes on the rises. Oh, Wake shit. up to waste. Ah, piss off you dickhead. I haven't really played much actually in the way of music. I'm more into um, talking and um, all those karamasic ca- ca- what do you call it? Um, karamet Please sir, help me out here in the terminology of being a, a charismatic I think I think they call it charismatic. Charismatic. That's the word. So, um, yeah, I've been yeah, yeah, I've been very charismatic tonight, to be honest with you. And uh, it is a Friday night special, there's no doubt about it. About um eight thirty euro time in the morning, which isn't very good. You can only last about thirty minutes, so while you're still here, let me play a song from me to you you and you all. Oh, Joy is killing me, man. I'm trying to be charismatic as possible. But I'm trying to be as possible, if you know what I mean. Hey, welcome to the room. What have we got? A sponsor. Hey, Hendrik. Welcome back. I can't use my freaking um, teeth sort of thing where I go. You know, the thing that Sue likes, you know, she goes, <laughs> click those teeth again, you know what I mean, you little monkey, you. And she gets all excited. I can't do that tonight, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so I'm going to play a song from Australia to everyone in the room. How's that? How's that? And give me a chance to roll myself a little bit of a juicy whizzy, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Don't you do it, Billy. Don't you do it, Billy. With, I can actually pick up the performance of the broad. Oh, shit, the thing's going fucking deep. Right, so what I'll do, I'll plug this little lead in here. We should be able to hold the show together a little bit longer than usual. Yeah, that's right. It's working. Fucking, I don't really want to talk, to be honest with you guys. I'm really in a really bad way. Now, I just hit the wrong button. And I, now I've got the fucking... Oops, sorry about swearing here. I'm just getting pissed off. Um, what's the name of it? I'm really getting annoyed on this show, guys. Yeah, I'm really getting... I'm really starting to lose my mind, to be honest with you. Yeah, because my pain in my... 
that's a long that's a long story to be honest with you well short story for a long one but i'm about to get some pliers and pull out a tooth i might try and do some visuals if i can do it i might do it live i got some um these clippers but anyway i want i want to say this is a song from me to you all in the room you know what i mean my oh wow i've got 54 in the room tonight oh hey janet hello hey dennis yeah good to see you too yeah wow they're everywhere bloody hell never seen nothing like it probably nearly one of my best shows for sure shit it's a big tenor tonight well thank you all for joining i can't read you all that there's too many yeah but this is this is something to all of us bloody hell 54 nearly 50 oh, oh 55 i've got an extra one to just come in wow see this is this is it this is incredible i've never seen nothing like it all right so what i'm going to do for everyone i'm going to play a song from me to you from hence to forth and we don't even want to talk about the middle you know what i mean g'day g'day you're going what do you know they'll strike a light good day good day and how you go and just say good day good day good day and you'll be right isn't that great to be an Aussie taking a walk along the street looking in shops or buying a paper stopping and having a yarn with people that you meet down at the pub or at a party whenever you're stuck for what to say if you want to be dinky dye why don't you give it a try look them right in the eye and See say good day good day good day how you going what do you know we'll strike a light good day good day and how you go Say good day, good day, good day, and you'll be right. Now when Italians meet, they all go crazy. The folks all like to hug each other too. The Yanks invented high and see you later. While the pommy will shake your hand and say, How do you do? Now watch out for a Frenchman or he'll kiss you. The Spaniards go for older and Olay. But in the land of the cockatoo, call cats in the didgeridoo. When you meet an Aussie, ten to one, here's what he'll say. G'day, g'day. g'day. How you going? What do you know? Well, strike a light. G'day, g'day. And how you going? Just say g'day, 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 and you'll be right. It's a greeting that you'll hear across Australia From Geraldton to Govan Gundy Guy It's as dinkum as the dingo and the dahlia And you spell it with a G apostrophe A D-A-Y You say Good day, good day How you going? How you going? What do you know? What do you know? We'll strike a light. Good day, good day. 
And how you go and just say good day, good day, good day, and you'll be right. Good day, good day. And how you going? Why you know? We'll strike a light. I think we are, Mike. Good day, good day. And how you go and just say good day, good day, good day. Yeah, I think that says it all in the Australian sort of um, genre of things, you know what I mean? But I know that Vinny had a question to me the other day about um, different languages and how they come about. So I really want to play this one for Vinny. Vinny, I, I come across something, I don't know, it's a philosophical sort of thing. It doesn't go for long. But um, I think you, I think you might enjoy the um, the things that were put together here to understand why we have different languages. Oh, didn't you? Oh shit! Oh wow! Would you like to hear it anyway? While we had, um, while we've got different languages, if you'd like, it only takes. It's only about two and a half minutes, man. Well, Vinny. Um, Ellie might appreciate this in the, in the, but she's not in the room at the moment. Sorry about my language, guys. I can't talk properly or fast. It's probably good that I slow down, actually, for these foreigners like Vinny that doesn't understand the English language too well. So what I'll do, I'll, I'm going to give you some linguistics, I guess you could call it, on a song. Yeah, yeah, I'll put a song together for you, Vinny. To understand, um, I don't know, I can't keep up with the chat, it's gone too quick, there's too many people in the room, man, uh, let's have a look here, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I want to get you to know why these languages have developed in the way that they developed, so this one's for you, Uncle Vinny, yeah, oh, well, more my nephew, nephew Vinny, sorry, I'm calling you uncle, my, yeah, 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 <laughs> It's getting a little bit late, you know what I mean? I can't talk properly. But um, everyone's got a name, and unless you get offended. It's like nephew this, nephew that. Auntie this or auntie that or princess. When they come in, they want to be little princesses. But anyway, this is how um, the, the, the languages come about. Well, the accents. Have a listen to this, Vinny. I think you might really like this. often wondered, and I suppose you would have too, what makes people around the world sound the way they do? Their accents are all so different, though the language is the same. So out of curiosity, I thought I'd ask some of me mates. I started with me mate, the wog, his name is Mario. He said, oh, I don't really understand, but I give her a go. Hey. Yeah. Well, I've, I've got, got this pubic hair. She's stuck on my top lip. And no matter how I move my mouth, I can't move him. I blow him into my garlic bread with my chin out like this. But still, that fucking pubic hair, she's stuck on my top lip. Skin me so well, there's not a thing to drive you to despair. And that tiny, smelly, little, stinking fish of pubic hair. He's a mate of mine, and he's knocked around a bit. 
From shearing sheds and drilling rigs to sewers shoveling ship. He's been there, seen it, done it all, and sometimes he's done it twice. And if any bloke would know it's him, so I'll ask Bluey for advice. It was one night round the barbie when we'd knock back one or two. I said, Blue old son, how come you fucking sound the way you do? Well, I got this fucking pubic hair stuck right up me nose. And I snort and sniff and go like this, but the bastard never goes. So if you reckon I sound different, that's the reason I suppose. This piddly fucking pubic hair stuck right up me nose. In this old world, there's not a thing to drive you to despair. Like an unwelcome and unwanted orphan fanny pubic hair. Oh, hello, Lucky. Yeah, we're going through the linguistics of why people talk the way that they talk um, in their languages, and it boils down to a pubic hair, actually. I could see a pattern forming after Mario and Blue, and I was starting to twig a bit why we sounded like we do. And I was sitting drinking thinking when me old mate Jock walked in. And I thought, now he's got a real strong accent, so perhaps I should ask him. It'll probably cost me a couple of beers, because he won't eat his kick. Well, I bought a beer and I asked him. I tell you, I'm fucking glad I did. Arr- yeah, we've done some studies here on Strange Days broadcast, and we've um, we've just been analysing why people around the world actually sound the way they do. So this is the next one, and yeah, I won't pause it because that would upset the situation at hand. Got the sweet old pubic hair stuck there on the roof. No matter how I roam her tongue, I can't pray it loose. So that's the reason, laddie, that I talk the way I do. Sure you would with the pubic, pubic hair stuck there on your roof. roof. In this old world, there's not a thing to drive you to the wrong room, darling. Wee springy sprightly curly pubic hair. In the wrong room. Well, a pattern it was there, all right, but I wasn't quite convinced. Because they're all Europeans, I thought, well, what about the chinks? Because they've got a funny way of talking, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree. But they don't even look like us, let alone sound like you and me. So I went out for a Chinese meal because I really like their chow. And I asked the waiter, and I'll tell you what, I'm fucking convinced now. Oh, oh. <sighs> I've got this little pubic cow stuck in back of fraud. Hold tongue down and breathe like this, but fucking thing won't go. It's a different That's why Oriental gentlemen always say, Ha, so, fucking little pubic hair stuck in back of fraud. Ha, so. In this old world, there's not a thing to drive you And hard to move and hard to swallow. Little pubic hair. Ha, so. Ha, so. That's right, Jimmy. That's right. Yeah, yeah, things get a little bit, bit weird here on Strange Days, unfortunately. I'll have to have a talk that to the producer. petroleum wasn't what we thought it was. That it wasn't oil. Fossil fuel. What do you think of oil? It didn't come from fossil or animal. <laughs> yeah. Is it just a mineral? Is it a mineral like any other mineral? Is that is that how it 
It ain't fossil fuels, guys. I don't even want to talk. If I'm going to fucking talk about it, I don't even want to talk about it. Hey, I can barely say it with a straight face, looking boy. You witnessing a massacre like you're watching a church gathering take place, looking boy. Boy, read it, boys, gate, that's all they say, looking boy. You get a thumbs up, pat on the back, and a way to go from your label every day, looking boy. Hey, looking boy, what you say, looking boy? I get a hell yeah from Trey, looking boy. I'm a work for everything I have, never ask nobody to shake it out my face, looking boy. Basically, boy, you're never gonna be capable to keeping up with the same pace, looking boy. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back, nah, back, nah. The way I'm racing around the track, homie, now. But it's honestly futile if I don't utilize what I do, though, for good at least once in a while. So I want to make sure somewhere in the chicken scratch I scribble and doodle enough rhymes to maybe try to help get some people through tough times. But I got to keep a few punchlines just in case, because even you unsigned rappers are hungry looking at me like it's lunchtime. I know there was a time where once I was king of the underground, but I... Shut up. shut up. My best friend, Lucky, I'm going to play a song for you. See what you think of this. See what I love me. I told you, give it a couple of well, guys. Just my way. You'll love me, baby. Of saying I love you, I'm always walking after midnight, searching for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is how you do it, Henry. This is how you do it, Sam. I love to see a weeping willow crying among his fellows. So I don't have panties thrown at me during the show. Throw away your speaker. I'm lonesome as I can. Throw away your speaker, guys. I go the guys I worry about. Like I'm in the starlight. Just hoping you may be somewhere a walking. The guys I worry about more on here than the girls, if you know what I mean. I was lining up another one. Oh, damn. Oh, but this, this will do it. I'm not going to go back. I'm going to ruin it. This is one for me.
sorry, sorry to break up the moment of the song, but um, there's three of us here, guys. So there's South Oz and Man. It's it's a complicated situation. I might explain it one night on a broadcast, actually. Yeah, yes. Three different people. Oh, well, um, I'm 52. I've um, got no real baggage about me, and I'm pretty level-minded. Um, I'm open-minded to all sorts of different um, religions and all these other aspects. And, uh, yeah, yeah, as long as you've got long hair, I, I, I might be able to, you know what I mean? Whoa, date online, bloody hell. No, 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 it's too long. It's, it's, it'd be very, very hard not to fall in love with me. Let her know that I've got the Gavorka. Whenever I go out in public, I always wear um, cut garlic, opened, and um, and uh, uh, um, onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just let her know. Yeah, I know. I'm fighting people off everywhere. It's, it's just bloody incredible. <laughs> I feel like Elvis Presley when I go out. It's like, bloody, leave me alone, man. I don't want to date you. Look like a skanky whore bag sort of thing. But uh, as long as she's good looking, man, we could probably work something out. Yeah, yeah, uh, we could probably work something out for sure. But just remember, if if she's already in love with me, I'll give her a song that make her even more in love with me. I'd be like, this guy knows what he's talking about. No, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna flirt. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh, he's flirting. He's flirting. Every time our eyes meet, this feeling inside me. It's almost more than I can take Baby, when you touch me I can feel how much you love me And it just blows me away I've never been this close to anyone Or anything Trip. Oh. Oh. Match my 
made in heaven for sure. The way you sing it to us in the dark. Your hair all around me. Baby, you surround me. You touch every place in my heart. It feels like the first time. That's what you want. Possibilities because I'm a, um, a Zen monk, you know what I mean? Don't have relationships. We could uh, maybe have some visualizations and a hug, but uh, when it comes to sexual experiences, I'm trying to cultivate my chi, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Oh, Trying to cultivate the chi, the pipes, the pipes are cold. Unless she looks like Blondie, we might have a chance, you know what I mean? Glen to Glen and down the There's a possibility. There's a chance. The summer's <laughs> gone. There's hope. And all the flowers are done. Well, I'm here to, keep, to find the chicks. Tis you, tis you. Must go. I'll be 
show um i didn't really have any um yeah you know i didn't really have any song requests or sort of things um yeah but um, i guess we're at Coles, our experts go to great lengths for quality yeah. what the hell's going on here yeah i didn't really actually have any um song requests at the moment and that but i guess we can get one more yeah and then i can get back into my Alien or something. Let's sit back and enjoy this show. So here we stay. Queen of my heart. In our secret place. With the sound of the crowd. So far away. I think good. You take my hand. It feels like home. We both understand. It's where we belong So how do I say Do I say goodbye We both have our dreams We both wanna fly So let's take tonight To carry us through The lonely time with a tool of that.
fog, we should be over. So let's take tonight. Never let go. While dancing, we'll kiss. Like there's no tomorrow. As the stars sparkle down. Anything I have to say, any follow man, I don't think so. Stupid song, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'll play a song if she wants to hear it. Oh, she's probably too old on the set. Probably freaking old. I'm not married. Oh, I'm meeting up with some grandmother of yours. Come on, man. Let's get, keep it real, for Christ's sake. Freaking hell. Trying to pair me out with a grandmother? Strange Days broadcast. I'm not meeting grandmothers on here, man. I'm trying to keep it at least 50. Even the 50s is a little bit getting out of there. But um, no, nah, I'm not meeting up with some 80 year old lady. That's for bloody sure. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. That's over. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about this situation no more. It's getting me fucking. making me sick. Talking from the 1970s. I want it now. Now. I was this. I was that. I want an age right now. What? How old is she? What's your age? Hey.
number. Watch your number, low. platforms guys people get a little bit when you tell someone that a medicine for dogs Ah. cured your cancer you better be ready for some skeptics but joe tippin says it did save his life and others my liver my pancreas my bladder in my bones it was everywhere two years ago joe tippin says he was told to go home call hospice and say his goodbyes doctors were unanimous he was going to die of small cell lung cancer once that kind of cancer goes that far afield the odds of survival are less than one percent and the median life expectancy is three months today tippins is very much alive and what he credits for his survival has doctors scratching their heads about half the people think i'm just crazy tippin says he got a tip not from a pharmacist but a veterinarian and in his desperation he turned from people medicine to dog medicine specifically fimbindazole or what you give a dog when it has worms truth is stranger than all about to be honest with it Both. no we're gonna go through it. we're gonna go way back guys no people are just talking shit here it- most of this aliens and all sorts of crazy stuff have a listen to this as you this awaken dormant dna is activated and your awareness increases this is why you're resonating with different fabrics because each fiber has its own frequency. Organic cotton has a signature frequency of 110 megahertz. A synthetic blend like polyester measures around 10 megahertz, around the same as a diseased person. Wearing polyester underwear has also been linked to low fertility. Then ask yourself why certain trends are pushed on us, but I digress. Wool has an extremely high frequency at 5,000 megahertz. Linen also has a high frequency at 5,000 megahertz. Interesting enough, if they're woven together with wool, they cancel each other out and it falls to zero. In Deuteronomy 22.11, it also says, do not wear clothes of wool and linen woven together. Dr. Philip Callahan was able to prove the existence of this energy using plant leaves attached to an oscilloscope. He discovered that flax cloth, as suggested in the books of Moses, acts as an antenna for this energy. He found that when pure flax cloth was put over a wound or local pain, it greatly accelerated the healing process. Flax was cultivated in Egypt, then created into linen, and it was worn constantly by men of rank and exclusively by the... Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, we got one of those issues. They always have it. Every time, just about every time I do a live show, I, I guarantee it. Anyway. It's about woolen and mixing your woolen and shit, you know. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. E-mobile's an interesting thing happening at the moment. They're starting to um, crack down on so, everyone. Listen, every series about putting me in prison for 10 years, I'm playing chess. <laughs> and I think, as far as I know, I'm the only person that the U.S. has indicted on this law. So far as I know, maybe someone else is, I haven't heard about it. I think I'm the only person. Because the Jews totally control the U.S. The U.S. government is a facade. There is no U.S. government that's 
And so just a puppet of the Jews hands, the playthings of the Jews. And now, uh, it used to be the Jews were sort of hiding in the background a little bit, but under the Putin administration, they've come right out in the open. They've got all the top positions openly now. So I kind of want to expose some chemtrail. Have a listen to this. Maybe we could start with um, the fact that not only have the translators changed many words in the Bible and added words and taken words out and changed words, but one thing that is responsible for much of the trouble that's going on in the world right now in every country in the world, is that the word Jew is not in the Bible, nor is the word Gentile. Uh, the translators have added those words. The word is either Judean or Judahite or Yehudi in Hebrew, which does not mean Jew. It is not an ethnicity. The difference, the Bible clearly tells us that the difference between the Judeans and the nations, which is the real word that's been mistranslated, Gentiles, was whether they worshipped the true God or whether they worshipped many pagan gods. The Judahites and the Judeans were the ones either from the tribe of Judah or that worshipped the God who was in the temple in Jerusalem, which was in Judea. And they were called Judeans or Judahites or, in the Hebrew, Yehudi, which is a variation on the word Yehovah, Jehovah, because there was no J in any language until about the 13th century. And so this was a designation of who they worshipped and not an ethnicity. Not all of a sudden. It was, it's been a few hundred years, right? Well, the, the King James Version was written in uh, 1611. And that's when the major change was made. And instead of Judean and Judahite, uh, the word was changed to Jew. The word nations is sometimes actually translated correctly. but uh, And in other parts, it's translated heathen, which is, means non-believer in, in the true God. And that is also correct. But then they call it Gentiles. Uh, what they have done is they've taken a form of worship. In other words, do you worship the true God or do you worship multiple pagan gods. That's what the word Judahite or Judean or Yehudi means, uh, uh, that you worship the true God, and the word nations or heathen means you worship many pagan gods. So it was a form of worship. But what the translators have done is they've changed it into a supposed ethnicity, as though there are ethnic Jews and ethnic Gentiles. Um, the is Old Testament Israelites were not Jews. The Old Testament Israelites were just people, and in fact, when they came out of Egypt in the Exodus, the Bible tells us that they were a mixed multitude. They were not Jews. Uh, so the present-day Jews, those who call themselves Jews, uh, have no relationship at all to the Old Testament Israelites and have no right to the land of Palestine, none at all. Uh, the present-day Jews, as you well know, are a, actually of Gentile, if you will, origin. They are uh, barbarian from bar barbarian Mongol Turks uh, who accepted 
the culture and religion of Judaism in, in about the 8th century. So the present-day Jews, the people who are occupying Israel, uh, have no right to be there. And the whole idea that they are the chosen people is, is baloney. It has nothing to do with that. Jesus was not a Jew. Uh, almost every religion believes that Jesus was a Jew, an ethnic Jew. He was not. Not only that, the, the Jews of today say if your mother was a Jew, well, then you are a Jew. But Jesus had uh, lots of non-Israelites in his lineage. Rahab was a Canaanite. She was not an Israelite primarily. Uh, uh, Ruth, uh, who married Boaz, was in the line of Jesus, and she was not an Israelite. So uh, this whole idea of confusing everyone in the religious world into thinking that the present-day Jews are somehow the uh, uh, offspring of the Old Testament Israelites is uh, the biggest con game of all time. Uh, it's even probably bigger than the Federal Reserve con game because it is responsible for almost all the wars in the world. Because who, who's behind all the wars? Exactly, one particular group. Right, one particular group. And so uh, when, when you start looking at that, and this is not, you don't have to be a Hebrew scholar or you don't have to be a Greek scholar to figure this out. All you have to do is either go on the Internet and get an interlinear Bible, which has the Greek and the Hebrew and uh, right below the English, and it shows you what these words mean if you have a concordance. And so all you have to do is look these things up. It's very clear there. And in the uh, interlinear Bible, they'll have on the left side, they'll have the literal translation, and on the right side, they'll have the a King James translation, and you can see in many instances where they actually change it, such as uh, Jesus was not uh, resurrected on Sunday or the first day of the week. Jesus was resurrected on the Sabbath, and the Bible tells you what day the Sabbath was. The Sabbath was Saturday. That's when the uh, Pharisees were angry at Jesus for healing on the Sabbath and for them taking grain out of the field on the Sabbath because the Pharisees accused Jesus of breaking the Sabbath. And so you can see on the left-hand side in the literal version, the word is Sabbath. And then they change it on the other side to first day of the week. Wow. You, so you, you can see this. It's, just, it's amazing what they have done. And you say that Jesus was not a Jew, and you, you mentioned Ruth, and what, she was a Moabite, I believe. Right. And, right. Uh, yes, well, so, so that kind of is, uh, is indicative that he did have other, uh, other uh, bloodlines, other tribes. Uh, well, the other one, yeah, but, but, see, but see, again, he wasn't a Jew. He was a Judahite because he was from the tribe of Judah. Oh, okay. All right? He was a Judahite. But he wasn't a Jew. There is a difference between a Judahite and a Jew. They have shortened it to make it into an ethnicity. A Judahite wasn't even an ethnicity. It was the tribe that you were from. It's sort of like if you were born in Riverside County or Hennepin County, that's the county you were born in. But that doesn't make you a different ethnicity. All right. So you're referring to the 12 tribes of Israel, and there, and uh, of which right. Judah was one of the sons. Right, but see, all of the 12 tribes of Israel, by today's religions, were considered Jews. 
they were. I don't, I don't know how they come up with that. I, I've always kind of wondered about that. Well, that's because they, they consider the word Israelite synonymous with Jew. But it was not. You see, when Jacob, see, here, here's the thing. You have to say, well, who was the first Jew? Well, they say, well, Abraham was the father of the Jews. Well, Abraham was a Babylonian. He came from Ur the Chaldees, which was Babylon. And so he came to Canaan. Well, he was a Babylonian who came to Canaan, which was a pagan nation. That didn't make him a Jew, all right? Sarah was from Babylon. She came to Canaan. They were just people. And so they were Babylonians. They came to Canaan, and then they had a child named Isaac. Well, Isaac was just the son of two Babylonians. He wasn't Jewish. And then Isaac had twin sons, Jacob and Esau. Well, Esau has never been considered a Jew, all right, because uh, only Jacob was considered a Jew. Jacob's name was changed to Israel when his character changed because Jacob means supplanter or deceiver. And when he finally gave up a life of deception where he had deceived his father and he had deceived uh, his uh uh, future father-in-law and all that, he, he then decided to give it up because it was, he was reaping what he had sown. His father-in-law deceived him and gave him the wrong woman for his bride, which was Leah, who was uh, uh, the, the sister of the one he wanted. So anyway, he gave up his life of deception. And so when he, when he uh, fought with the angel, the angel said, because your character has changed, now you are one with God. I am going to change your name to Israel. All right? His genes didn't change. Only his name and his character changed. So from then on, the ones who worshipped the same God as Jacob now worshipped, whose name was changed to Israel, were called Israelites. All right? It was not a genetic thing. It was only a character thing. If you worship the true God, then you were an Israelite. All right. And he, uh, Jacob had something like, what, four wives, and, and uh, his children were, were conceived with, with those four women, not yes, all he had, one he woman. Yes, he had two wives and two concubines, and the children were of the, uh, of the concubines and the wives, all right? Right. And so, and, but the thing is, not only did his, were his family called Israelites, but all those who worshiped the same God were also called Israelites. The point being that an Israelite was one who worshiped the true God, and that was called a Judean or a Judahite because Jesus was from the tribe of Judah, and uh, so they were Judahites if they worshipped Jesus. Now you say, well, Jesus hadn't come to earth yet. But it was the Israelites were not Jews. They were Christians. They did not practice Judaism. Judaism did not start until after Jesus was crucified and resurrected when the Pharisees who called for his death actually wrote down the oral traditions and it became the Talmud. This is gets into some crazy shit, guys. This is some crazy, crazy shit. <clears throat> Which I um getting just check the timeline here. Oh yeah, they're pulling me out. Alright, well that pretty much ended it anyway. Okay. You will take care because it seems like they're um taking yeah, taking the show down. 
So, well, I hope you got something out of that. Anyway, yeah, a little bit of bits and pieces here and there. <sighs> Don't ever have a song or anything like that. It's not even worth it. Just wait for it to bloody break down. Yeah, I can't end it. Just it's the way it works on this platform, unfortunately. Damn it. Damn it, Janet. Alright, <laughs> right, you will take it.